Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. Thank you very much, Jay, and greetings to everyone. We are always blessed for every listener of our broadcast of the International Gospel Hour, and we are thankful for you. We gather to study the things that be of God from His holy book, the Bible. You know, the writer is unknown, but maybe you have heard this beautiful description of the Bible. It is as follows. The Bible contains the mind of God, the state of man, the way of salvation, the doom of sinners, and the happiness of believers. Its doctrines are holy, its precepts are binding, its histories are true, and its decisions are immutable. Read it to be wise, believe it to be safe, and practice it to be holy. It contains light to direct you, food to support you, and comfort to cheer you. It is the traveler's map, the pilgrim's staff, the pilot's compass, the soldier's sword, and the Christian's charter. Here, too, heaven is opened and the gates of hell disclosed. Christ is its grand subject, our good its design, and the glory of God its end. It should fill the memory, rule the heart, and guide the feet. Read it slowly, frequently, and prayerfully. It is a mine of wealth, a paradise of glory, and a river of pleasure. It is given you in life, will be opened at the judgment, and will be remembered forever. It involves the highest responsibility, rewards the greatest labor, and will condemn all who trifle with its sacred contents. Dear friends, we're going to talk about the Bible today as we discuss rightly dividing the word of truth. But before we do so... Would you like to study the Bible absolutely free in the privacy of your home? Let's hear from our J. Webb. Kind listeners, the International Gospel Hour offers absolutely free a Bible study course by mail so you may study in the privacy of your own home. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And please leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information, name, address, and type, Please send the home study. We'll send it as soon as possible. Thanks always for your interest in the things of God. And now, back to Jeff. As you know, from time to time on the International Gospel Hour, we love to feature preachers of days gone by and their sermons, lessons, and sometimes their articles. We wish to hear from the late Fred Dennis. Brother Dennis was born in 1894 in Monroe County, Ohio. His preaching was more of a traveling evangelist throughout Ohio and West Virginia. As an exceptional writer, he wrote for three publications and published several books, and among them he penned three volumes titled, Fifty Short Sermons. Now, while short as far as brevity in writing, they are lengthy with the power of the Scripture. Brother Dennis passed in 1983 at the age of 88. 
But as with the text of Abel in Hebrews 11 and verse 4, He being dead, yet speaks. We're thankful to share with you today the lesson by Brother Fred E. Dennis titled, Rightly Dividing the Word of Truth. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Thus wrote the inspired Paul to his son in the gospel, Timothy. We can see this, that there is great danger in dividing the word of truth wrongly. In fact, if we do not study diligently and carefully, we will not know how to rightly divide the word or how to rightly handle it. Timothy had known the sacred writings from a youth. We learn this in verse 15 of 2 Timothy chapter 3. But with this excellent background, he was still commanded to study. Even casual readers of the Bible know that there are two grand divisions, the Old Testament and the New Testament. Hebrews 1, 1 and 2 says, God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath these last days spoken unto us by his Son. There are some fundamentals here that all should learn. First, God spoke in time past. He spoke unto the fathers. He spoke unto them by the prophets. Second, God speaks now. He speaks unto us. He speaks unto us by His Son. God has not spoken unto us by the prophets, but by His Son. On the Mount of Transfiguration, Moses and Elijah appear talking with Jesus. Peter was in for building three tabernacles, one for Moses, one for Elijah, and one for Christ. While he yet spake, a bright cloud overshadowed them. God spoke out of this cloud. Hear him. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. Matthew 17, verse 5. There was a time when Moses and the prophets were to be heard, but that time has passed away, and we must hear the Son. This does not mean that we are not to study the Old Testament. In fact, we cannot obey the teaching of the New Testament and ignore the study of the Old Testament. Jesus said in John 5:39, "Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me." He was speaking of the scriptures of the Old Testament, and Paul wrote this in Romans 15:4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we, through patience and comfort of the Scriptures, might have hope. He was writing about the Old Testament Scriptures. They were written for our learning, not for our ignoring. Of course, there are many things that we need to know which cannot be learned from the Old Testament. We should be vitally concerned about the salvation of our souls. This we cannot learn from the Old Testament. That is not the part of the Bible that answers the question for us relative to what we must do to be saved. God is spoken unto us by His Son, not by Moses or the prophets. Many dear people are confused over what church they ought to be members of. They cannot find the answer to this question in the Old Testament. The Old Testament does not treat of the church. The new church or the church in the New Testament is peculiarly a New Testament institution. The church was not established until after the death, burial, and resurrection, and ascension of Christ. Christ said, I will build my church, Matthew 16, 18. It was then yet in the future. 
The same process that saves one from his past sins makes him a member of the New Testament church. Being saved and becoming a member of the church are not two different things. Acts 2.47 says, And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. The saved were in the church. Such is the case yet. Other sincere people are confused about the action of baptism. You do not get the answer to this important question in the Old Testament. It does not treat of the subject. Baptism is a New Testament subject. We are not left in the dark there about who should be baptized and how it must be done. We learn that penitent believers are to be baptized and that baptism is a burial. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts 2, verse 38. And now, why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized, and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Acts 22, 16. The like figure whereunto baptism even doth also now save us. 1 Peter 3, verse 21. Therefore, We are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life, Romans 6 and verse 4. From the Old Testament, we cannot learn how to worship God acceptably today. It was not written to teach Christians how to worship. Our authority for acts of worship are not found in the Old Testament, but in the New Testament. The first four books of the New Testament give us the history of the life of Christ. We learn of His birth, His life, His miracles, His teaching, His death, His burial, His resurrection, and His ascension. The evidence is indisputable that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. When an honest man honestly studies these four books, he will be led to have implicit faith in Jesus Christ. After knowing that Jesus Christ is our Savior, we should want to know how to be saved from our past sins. We can even learn this from these first four books. We have Jesus telling how Christians are to be made. Matthew 28, 18-20, Mark 16, 15 and 16, and Luke 24, 46-47. In the next book, the books of Acts, we have the application of this great commission. We have the history of the conversion of thousands in the early days of the church. Every one of the cases of conversion recorded in the Acts took place under the direct supervision of inspired preachers. These are genuine and authentic. The beautiful thing about it all is that every case of conversion is exactly the same. That is, the terms of pardon are alike. They all heard the gospel of Christ. They believed this gospel. They repented of their sins. They acknowledged that Christ is Lord, and they were buried by baptism for the remission of their sins. This made them Christians, members of the Church of Christ. We then have 21 books in the New Testament written to individual Christians and to congregations of Christians. From them we learn how they became Christians, how to remain Christians, how to worship God. The last book is the book of Revelation. It was written to Christians too. It is highly symbolical, however there are many simple and pointed statements in this book. It tells of the final triumph and glory of the redeemed. It gives us an inkling of what heaven will be. Blessed is he that readeth. May we humbly read and honestly study this book and all other books of God's great book, but leave wild guessing and speculation 
to others. How thankful we are for the writings of Brother Fred Dennis based upon the Scripture and to help us rightly divide the Word of Truth. As mentioned in earlier in our broadcast, we hope that you'll contact us for a home Bible study that you may study in the privacy of your own home at one eight five five igh 6988 Our time went quickly today. Thank you for joining me. I'm Jeff Archie. And until next time, dear friends, please keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope first that it glorified God, but second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.